Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with Dominican seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make him need to run. Love him every trash, CMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. All right, let's go. On Wednesday, March the 8th, 2023, you know the doldrums of February, the month I told you I'm not a huge fan of. Well, we are no longer in the doldrums of February. I mean, the Giants, their quarterback, their running back, they are back. The Jets are inching towards landing Aaron Rodgers. The Knicks with one of their worst losses of the entire season. Relax. It, tell, tell me what I said is untrue. Relax. Please. Tell me what I said is untrue. Relax. Tell, tell me what I said is untrue. It's a tough loss, but it, hey, come on. We all get it. I I said it's one of their worst losses of the entire season. That's untrue. R-E-L-A-X. Yeah. Listen to my quarterback, Relax. would you please? We're going to be okay. This is Ty Butler's fault. This is Jake Montgomery's fault. This is why, your why, fault. Why are you placing blame? Why are you that guy? Because they jinxed it. How did they jinx it? What did uh, they you do? Because you know exactly how they jinxed it. Ty was all nicey-nice last night at the Garden. Hugs, pictures, all of it. Saying nice things about, about the show. And he's he's little do I know that he's sending off tweets about the Knicks are never going to lose again. But you can't he's take a Lakers him seriously. Fan. He's, a, he's a sloppy Lakers fan. He's a Lakers fan. So anything he says, right out the window. Right out the window. Get him a body bag! Yeah! We were at the game. We We mingled. We took pictures, we shook hands, we kissed babies, and the Knicks, in, in return, blow a 16-point lead. We have Stump Rothenberg today. Oh, because, yeah. Because it, because it is the Wednesday. We have everything going on today. This is, a, this is a very, very active and busy day. Are you ready for it? What a night last night. I'm ready for it. All right. I didn't sleep, but I'm ready. Yeah, I, 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 it's difficult. I give you a lot of credit. I mean, you, you stay late, you're up early. I mean, you're, you're, you're a pro's pro. Listen, sometimes you got to burn it at both ends, buddy. Today you're is that day. You're, you're burning it. All right, let, let, let's get to it. So 1-800-919-3776. And the phone lines, they, they're open on the Giants. They're open on the Jets. They're open on the Knicks. Saquon, Daniel Jones, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Knicks loss, you, you name it, they're open. So let, let's get right to it. Yesterday, 3.30, you know they're working on a deal. Three forty-five. They're working on a deal. Well, no tag. Three, yeah. Three three fifty-three. They're working on a deal. Three fifty-eight. They're working on a deal. Four o'clock. Deal is reached. They, I mean, down to the nubs. Down to the nubs. And Renan, 
who texted me peacocking all over the place. He goes, who was right, huh? Choo, choo. Who was right? He was on with us on the cold call yesterday. <laughs> Said four years, 160. He got four years, 160. And it's funny. Nobody is like, eh, on this deal. You either hear, what an awful deal or good, solid deal for the Giants. The very few people are middle ground with this deal. I'm fine with it. I have no issues. I like Daniel Jones. I think they'll add weapons. They keep Saquon. I think Shane and Dable stood their ground. He wanted 45. He wanted 47. He got a lot of money. I think he's a good quarterback. He's 25 years old. I, I like it for both sides. I'm very pleased this morning. Well, hold on one second. Yeah. Let's not... I knew this was going to happen, and this is why Daniel Jones fired CAA and hired his new agent, is because they had every number, 45, 47, all leaked out. So now you get him for four years, 160, and you feel good about it. Uh, no, I, I would have felt good about four for 160. It's, it's on the high end of what I would have no, felt good about. You were telling me, you were telling me last week, no, nah, we can't, it can't start with a four. It can't start with a no, four. I never said that. I said it can't be 45. I never said it can't start with a four. Last week, you were talking about a can't start with a four. I never said can't start with they a four. They lulled you to sleep is what happened. No, that's not what happened. Now you feel like you got a deal. No, I, you know why I feel like I got a good deal and I'm pleased about it? You know how much he, he counts against the cap this season? Eighteen and a half. Eighteen and a half million dollars. Right. Well, but that was the goal. That's why the deal got done. Essentially, that's, exactly that's why right. the deal got done. As opposed to spending $32 million with the franchise tag, um, $18.5 million of Daniel Jones towards the cap this season. That, to me, is a win. You got the best of both worlds. You got your quarterback, and for the time being, you got your running back on the franchise tag, and we'll see what happens when Saquon Barkley realizes there's not much of a market, if there's no market, that he's not going to get the $15 million he's looking for, that they maybe revisit the the long-term deal at the 12 and a half or 13. Yeah, three years, 36, something in that range. You keep both of these guys. You know they're going to add at, at least one legitimate receiver via the draft and probably one they scoop them up off free agency or waivers or whatever or make a deal for either a Hopkins or an Evans or a Keenan Allen or somebody. Like they, There's no way it's only going to be in the draft. They're going to add another receiver. Um, you know, may, maybe I'm wrong. I think I'm somewhat realistic with the Giants. I'm, ve- I'm very pleased this morning. No, you should be pleased. I mean, I think, I think the reason that you're pleased, and I think that what you said earlier, is that you either love the deal or you hate it, and you've seen a lot of players come out with some, some nasty things to say. You had the bear safety. Uh, Jaquan Brisker, he came out. Who, who is he, by the way? Well, he's not happy about the deal at all. And, and partly because Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, the unanimous MVP at one point, got the non-exclusive franchise tag. So, I mean, that, that, that plays well, that's in the because they can't too. work out a deal, though. Well, that's because there's collusion going on, too, in the NFL. But um, I, I think most Giants fans that we talked to wanted this outcome. They didn't want the 47, they didn't want the 45, but they wanted to find, they wanted Joe Shane to find a way to get Daniel done so they could keep both. Because I, 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 there's a lot of Giants fans that, that love Saquon Barkley and don't want to hear about you know, drafting a running back and all that other stuff. Saquon's their guy, they wanted to keep him. I, I think the reason why, to my initial point, you feel good about it is because you said yesterday, and I think a lot of Giants fans feel the same way, they trust Joe Shane and Brian Dable. Implicitly. And if this was, if this was a priority... And these two guys decided that Daniel Jones was someone that they want to build around, which is clear now with the deal they just gave him. Then, then you trust it from what you saw last year. How could you not? That's exactly right. I mean, you're a hundred percent right. If if Joe if Gettleman swooped in, see, here's the thing with Gettleman. Gettleman would have given him four years at 190 million dollars. Like Gettleman would have been, oh, my quarterback at six overall. He's panned out. He's great. Now I'll pay him. Things are working out. And Shane and Dable said he's he's going to be a member of the Giants. He's going to be here next year. 
whether it's on the franchise tag or we work out a deal, and they worked out a deal. So now you're going to keep Jones. I think that was obvious from the jump. You knew he was going to be back. They're, they're going to they're going to keep Saquon, which I think was a lot less obvious, and they're going to run it back. And the, you know what? You have some real pieces on this offense. You have the quarterback, they believe. You have the yep. running back. You have a nice young tight end. You have a legitimate left tackle. You, you have to imagine your right tackle is going to be better. You like Isaiah Hodgins, and you're going to make moves. The, you're, you're going to add receivers. You're going to attempt to fix the offensive line. And this and I, if 15 touchdowns. How can you pay him for 15 touchdowns? Well, first of all, he ran for how many? Was it seven? Seven. All right, so it's not 15 touchdowns. It's 22. And I would be willing to bet you that 22 is going to turn into a 30-ish number. And I think the Giants offensively will be far better. The Giants' weapons last year offensively were as bad as any team in the NFL. You agree with that? I agree with that. So this guy put up a pretty good season with horrendous offensive weapons. You agree with that? I agree with that. But what you just said, though, is the problem a lot of people have. Which the people is? that don't like the deal. It's a season. And you saw Geno go for 35. He threw 30 touchdowns, completed almost, I mean, pretty much 70% of his passes. Look, and then look, look Derek his, Carr. Look at his receivers. No, no. I, okay, that's fine. But then look at Derek Carr gets 37 and a half, and he has a, a track record. I mean, there was one season where he was until he got hurt in the MVP conversation. I'm just I'm giving you the other side. No, I, I which, thought this. I thought the fair. entire time you asked me the last couple of days, is this going to get done? And I kept saying, yeah, this is going to get done because it just felt like listening to Joe Shane talk and them them realizing that this process is now kind of the timeline has sped up. The fact that they made the playoffs won a playoff game, he understands this market. The timeline has sped up, and he wanted as much flexibility as possible this offseason to, to add because I mean, there's a lot of holes. They overachieved clearly, and he doesn't want to take a, a big step back next year. Because, again, because he's smart. These guys are smart. They understand it. Like, I mean, all the, all the one-score games Minnesota won, all the one-score games that the Giants won, right. I mean, that could swing the other way next year. You Absolutely. never know. Absolutely. Listen, the Giants were what nine seven and one. That was their regular season record. Could could they have gone seven and ten? Abs- absolutely, hundred. Like like the, the Tennessee game. You think back to some of the that Baltimore victory. They pulled it out of nowhere. The Packers victory. They pulled it out of nowhere. But you got to figure they're going to be a better version of themselves next year. There's there's no doubt in my mind. Zero doubt in my mind. That I don't know what their record's going to be, but the Giants will be a more talented football team next season. Right. Zero doubt in my mind. Right. And I think the other thing you have to like, if I mean, if, if you're a person that likes this deal, and I think this is one of the reasons why they probably were, they fought so hard to get the deal done, was I don't care what anyone says. You can sit here and call in and tell me that Minnesota stinks. Minnesota had lost one home game. Okay. They had what, 13 wins this season? Yes. It's Daniel Jones's first playoff game, and he balled out. Playoffs are different, everybody. The playoffs are different, and some guys rise to the occasion, and a lot of guys shrink in those spots. And Daniel Jones played his best game of the season. In that he game. was awesome. I mean, in in the games you needed him to be awesome. Now the Philly game, you're you're just here's how you're I just see not it. as good as you're not as good. R- as right. right? Yeah, I was gonna, you're you're just you're just outmatched by Philadelphia. You're not right. you're not. And in the Philly's same just class. a much better team. Right. I mean, in, in every single way, offensively, defensively, special teams, line, getting to the quarterback, protecting the quarterback. They're just, they're running the football. They're just, they're a way better team than you. They have more weapons than you. So you can't, they you were, can't compete I mean, with them. No, I mean, they're right there with, I mean, they were right there with San Francisco as the, as the most talented roster top to bottom in the NFL. Yeah. You weren't and, even and close to that. 
I, and I don't even think it was close. Like, and and they're they're going to have massive changes in Philadelphia. By right. the way, like they're gonna, they're going to lose a whole bunch of the talent that they had. But all I'll say is this: is if you like Shane and Dable, and in the biggest moments of last season, and I understand it's Indianapolis, but you blew them out of the water, nice and easy. Minnesota, I get it. They're not a great team. They, they, you know, fool's gold, whatever they are. You went in there and you destroyed them offensively. Like he, that was by far, like you mentioned, their best game of the season. I, I just, and I'm sure we'll get a lot of these callers that don't like it. I don't really understand how and why. If you trust the regime and you saw him getting better and you know they're going to be a more talented team, what, what really the downside is of this deal? It's not, it's not like he's going to be here for five years. Well, you don't trust the body work. That's what it is, and people have a hard time wrapping their mind around just the financials of the NFL. Oh, oh okay. How you don't works. trust the body of work, which which I get. Do you do you trust Shane and Dable? Yes. Well, okay. I mean, that's why I'm not freaking out about the deal because I'm telling you, like, I, I was digging into this yesterday once this thing got done, and it was funny. Like, we we had the clip of Ozzie Newsom yesterday saying we're going to work till the very end. By three thirty, we'll have made a decision, and then with the Giants, three thirty comes no tag, and you're like, okay. I mean, that this is they're going to take this right down to four o'clock to try to get this deal done. But so some of these numbers, right? So Daniel Jones is the only quarterback, and you've probably seen this, in the modern passing era to play 10-plus games for three consecutive years and throw fewer touchdowns than games played every single year. Three straight years like that. 2020, 14 mm-hmm. games played, 11 passing touchdowns. 2021, 11 games played, 10 passing touchdowns. Last year, 16 games played, 15 passing touchdowns. Daniel Jones is the first quarterback in NFL history to sign for twenty plus million dollars a year after playing fifteen plus games and throwing less than twenty touchdowns. So this is, I mean, this is yeah. They this pay, is a, new. a lot of the money he received is based on what they expect him to do. Right. So this is new. So this is this is trusting him, the person, knowing he's going to put in the work, just like you would. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, with the added talent, like you saw, like Jalen Hurts is kind of cut from the same cloth. He went this off season, last offseason putting the work, and you know you add A.J. Brown, and all of a sudden he takes off. So this is Brian Dable trusting Daniel Jones, the person, and the work he's going to put in. Guy didn't have a deal done. They're arguing back and forth, and he's still the, you know, he's the still guy in the, in the building working out. Yep. And then and Brian Dable and, and Joe Shane, they trust each other. They that, trust Brian Dable's going to get the best out of this kid. Well, I mean, look what he did last season. Look what he did with Josh Allen. Look, look at some of the moves Joe Shane. He goes and, and you know, drafts Bellinger, picks up Isaiah Hodgins, gets Thibodeau. Like, he, he did well. Let me ask you this. You mentioned Carr and Geno Smith. Geno got, what, 35, Carr 37 and a half. Who would you rather have of those three if you had to, to take one of the three? I told you yesterday I would probably take Jones. Yeah. I just I think, I, I I think that people have a hard time just with, the, with how NFL financials work. Well, it's, it's, it's weird and it stinks. But I think here, here's kind of my take on this, and we'll break and come back and get to a lot of calls because they're all lined up. You've got to have a little faith. The regime before, you could scoff at and not believe anything they did. This regime, it feels, at least to me. Well, both sides. Both sides, though. I mean, this is the risk that you run on both sides. Like, Daniel Jones is going to take a risk if he took, the, if he took the, the tag, right? And now, in order to, to save, you know, the, the $7 million or whatever it ends up being, if Daniel Jones played on the tag and had another good year, got better, you said that 15 touchdowns turned into, you know, 22 plus 8 rushing, and now that's right. 30 touchdowns. And, you know, you got other deals that get signed. He probably gets forty-five a year, forty-seven a year. So you you put some faith in the player and in the coaching staff that you're paying for what he's going to be, not what he was last season. But he was better last season as the season went on. 
Oh no! I, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think that I mean that's he's 25 years old. That's yes, yes, right. But that's again, that's that's the calculated risk you're taking is that you know we had the opportunity to see it for one more year, right? But because we want some flexibility to add pieces, we trust the kid, we trust the coaching staff that when we do add the talent around him. He's going to go from 15 to whatever we're projecting. Exactly And he's that. going to continue to grow. He's not going to get complacent. A lot of guys, like you saw the story come out of Green Bay. Again, to just to, to make them look good was, you know, Aaron Rodgers gets the bag, and all of a sudden he decided he was going to check out. He got complacent. You're not going to get that with him. The, no. the, the kid is, he's, he's a clone, it feels like, of, of Eli Manning. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere, Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I feel like you've kind of put it nicely. Stood in the way of us taking a lot of calls in the first half an hour, and I'd like to remedy that right now. So if you would get out of my way. Calls, calls! We can get to some of the calls. Pretend like I'm not even here. All right. 1-800-919-3776. Like that kind of party! Let's go to Ty in Harrison. Ty, good morning. You're on 9870 ESPN. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. I'm happy to call back. If you guys remember, I called my brother a dink and the Eagles lost, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, take that, you um, dink. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the Daniel Jones deal, um, I'm definitely one in the middle. Um, I'm not mad at it, um, but I don't also love it. I feel like the Giants may have also been victim to – Maybe a tough quarterback market. Um, you know, you think about who's out there and who's, who's for grabs. is not really was in our purview. Um, Dable got a year to work with this guy. Obviously, we're not up early in the draft to get one of those guys. But I would have liked to see more. I definitely would have liked to see more. I do understand, and this is why I'm not completely mad, that when all these other guys get paid, 
we'll look at this deal and say that, you know, we got in at the right time. But I look at Daniel Jones as a quarterback who needs who needs a lot around him. Not maybe not a lot around him, but he definitely needs um, more around him, and I don't know if he's the quarterback that can take you there. Um, I get it. He won a playoff game, his first playoff game. It was a huge win, but I think that he's going to need more to, to, to actually get us to, uh, ultimately a Super Bowl. Well, uh, of that's course. Not, but, yeah, but we're not even close uh, to that point. Ty, we're not, not even close not, to that point yet. They're not anywhere near there. And what, what quarterback, I would ask you this, Rick, what quarterback would have led this team to further this past season than Daniel Jones? I think he would have been. I mean, unless you're talking about one of the elite guys. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, maybe. Yeah, but that's not the case. And let's not pretend like, too, like the draft is like this exact science, too. Like, because Brian Dable is so great, you could just grab someone off the street and then he'll have he'll have instant success. But I, what I don't understand is Dable's great. Everyone, Dable is phenomenal. But Dable wants to keep Jones. Dable had success with Jones, but Dable can have success with anybody. So which one is it? Either, either Dable wants back Jones and will succeed again with him or Dable can have success with anybody, but why can't he have equal or even more success with Daniel Jones this season? I think for me, that's the reason why. I mean, and I said this earlier in the show, I'm not I'm not freaked out. I don't think you can love the deal. I don't think you can love it. Like I still think that that forty million a year is top of the market money. It's a lot of money. And it's only been one year. So I don't I, I, I have a hard time loving the deal because I would like to to see more. I would have liked to see you know two years before I committed that kind of money, but I understand why they did. I'm not freaked out because of what you just said, is that Brian Dable signed off on this. So Daniel Jones, before last season, Joe Shane and Brian Dable didn't draft Daniel Jones with the sixth overall pick. He was not their guy. He They were tasked with, here's the quarterback, you heard the owner, we've done nothing to help this kid, see if he can make it work. They made it work, they clearly love the kid, and they want to build around him. So if you think Brian Dable is great, he's telling you by signing off on this deal right. that he thinks that Daniel Jones is a really good quarterback. That's 100%. And do I love Jones? I like Jones. I think he got better as the season went on, and I think his upside is, is legitimate. But the reason that I don't pause at all is because I trust the regime. What do they say, too? What is it? I, I think this is the reason why you do a deal like this. Is And I truly believe this, because I think this is partly why, why the draft is such a crapshoot. They say talent sets the floor, character character sets the ceiling. Like so the talent will get you to a certain point, but then it's up to you to, to if you're yeah, gonna reach tangible that, things. And he's got all of those things in all, space. All of those things. And and physically he's, he's I mean he's probably a, a top boy. five quarterback in the NFL, physically, what he's able to do. He's an underrated athlete. He's he's a great athlete. Great athlete. He was a great and you've heard Jay Billis talk about it, a great Youth basketball player. Which, you know what? It rattles me when we talk about stuff like that. And I was watching something on MLB Network the other day where uh, Mark DeRosa was talking about the same thing. Penn, and you're, by the way, University of Pennsylvania. You were dealing with the same stuff with baseball and lacrosse. How specialized all these kids are. And then every professional athlete that you talk to is like, no, play play all the sports. They're all, they're all great. And when you decide to finally play the one sport, they're all going to help. Like, I'm yeah, sure Daniel Jones on, will tell you, playing basketball at a high level like that helped him be a good quarter, a better quarterback. You hear all the time, works on different muscle groups and keeps you focused on different sports. But, yeah, a lot of the coaches now push you into making a decision. And young, too. Young, young. right. Yeah. Very young. Uh, Chris in Belmar. Good morning, Chris. You're next up. We appreciate the call. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, I'm a Jets fan, so I feel like I can look at this Daniel Jones situation in a non-emotional way. Yep. 
And uh, it is kind of crazy just to say out loud. Um, a year ago, the Giants did not think Jones was worth $18 million, and then they watched him go out and throw for 15 touchdowns, and now they think he's worth $40 million. Um, just kind of crazy to hear out loud. But with that being said, I do think as long as he doesn't take a step back in his play over these next four years, I think you guys will look back on the contract and say that uh, it was a pretty fair deal as these other quarterbacks start to get paid and as the cap starts to grow. But, again, that's as long as he doesn't take a step backwards in his well, why, play. Why, why would you think, Rick, and thanks for the call, Chris, I think it's a good one, why would you expect him to take a step back when, when you're, when you're going to add more offensive line? and more weapons, and a better defense, and a coaching staff, and this matters, that all returns almost intact for year number two. Why Why would you expect him to take a step back? That would Because be you've only seen it for one year. That's it. And you're going off the previous two. Rookie year, 24 touchdowns looked like, okay. I mean, I, I know a lot of people he was were an like, excellent rookie year. Yeah, why would you draft him with a sixth overall pick? He throws 24 touchdowns. You're like, okay, we can see it. And then years two and three, not good. Hurt turning the ball over. I mean, going into last season, he had, what, 50 touchdowns and 49 turnovers. So there would be the trepidation that this is just, I mean, is this season an outlier? But I'm telling you, like, and, and the whole, I get it, it's it's easy to throw the 15 touchdowns around, but, I mean, you got to put that into context, too. I mean, they're not, they're not mind-blowing numbers. It's not, they're not gaudy no. stats. But what he was asked to do, what he did with his legs... Didn't turn the ball over. But can we stop with the fifteen touchdowns? The guy accounted. He's getting paid on a projection. Well, he, listen, he's getting a, he's getting paid on a projection. He, he's, he's getting paid on a projection. Be. But he didn't he didn't have fifteen touchdowns. He he equated to twenty two touchdowns. Twenty two. Do we do we not? I mean, Jalen Hurts set the NFL record for most touchdowns in a season. Do we? Do, do they not count rushing touchdowns? Yeah, right. Most rushing touchdowns in a season. They, they they just don't count. It's part it's part of what makes him so attractive. Well, it depends on what your narrative is. You can make numbers do whatever you want. And for exactly the people that, that don't love the deal, they'll go to the point of the you don't, you don't like the deal. You don't want Daniel Jones. He's 15-touchdown guy. You love the deal. You're a big fan of it. You're excited about the future. He's 22-touchdown guy, and he's going to hit 30 this season. Right, right now, if I told you, combined, rushing and, and throwing, is he going to go 30 or more? Or 30 or less, where would you go? Oh, I would probably... I have to see what they get. I'm, I'm hoping, I mean, paying him 40, I'm hoping for 30-plus combined. I think he's, he's going to get there. I, I have to imagine, too, that Brian Dable and Joe Shane sitting around, sitting around talking about this are probably saying to themselves, this is really the first year that he's actually been developed the right way. I know it's you're through four years, but it's like, okay, he's finally getting some decent coaching. we got the right system around him. Like, this kid, he should take a, a big step here going year two of the offense. I mean, you get, you get Kafka to return. You get Dable, of course, is back. Your defensive coordinator stays in place, right? All your key pieces return. You're going to add more pieces. I just here's what I would say. Well, and too, but here's the thing though, too, Dave. He's it's the luxury of being a quarterback, too, right? Like when you like because it's the most important position, and it's the amount of money that they they get paid. It Daniel Jones, it's right time, right? Like you win the playoff game, so you fast forward this whole process. They need money. Best way to create money is to give you a long term deal so they can massage the cap. Right, he benefits from that. Like rather than, like I'm sure if it didn't kill their cap or if there weren't a bunch of moves that they wanted to make, they probably would have. They would have been okay with him taking the ca- the tag. And let's okay, let's see it one more year just to feel real good about this. Yeah. 
If but, they could, if they could have kept Sa- Saquon, no problem. Sign him to a three-year, thirty-eight million dollar deal. Get that done and keep Jones on the one-year deal. And they were seven and ten last year, and they thought, you know what, if we're eight and nine or nine and eight, or you know, closing in on a playoff berth, and that's a success, then maybe so. But that's not where you are. You got to readjust the expectations a little bit, and this is going to afford them to be able to add. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Beckham is back, not even a little bit. I think 25, unless there's a player that you absolutely love there, they're probably going to go wide receiver. Like, this is going to be a very different-looking offense next season. I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Jones took two steps up and you looked at him and you're like, boy, that's a, that's a really good quarterback next season. A really good quarterback. Well, I think, too, well, I mean, we've done this, this exercise a, a bunch of times in the show. When you look at where, I mean, where his contract is now and where you thought he was at the end of the season as far as ranking him with the other quarterbacks— they're also saying by the time all these other deals get done, that's where he'll be slotted in. I think he's, he's seventh right now with, with Dak and, and Stafford. But when you get Hurts done and Herbert done and Burrow done and those guys, right. you know, he starts sliding down that list to where you'll probably look at him. And, as and a, at some point, Lamar Jackson will, will I would like as a, will as a top done. As a top 11 or 12, you know, right around that range quarterback. Right, and then the cap's going to go up, and then other guys are going to get paid, and then all of a sudden he's going to be a middle of the road paid quarterback. Was, dude, here, here's what it comes down to, man. Because I don't, I don't love the deal. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's just it was the perfect timing for him. They didn't pick up his fifth year option. Right. They had Saquon and him at the same time. There's only one franchise tag. They needed to create cap space. This was the way they did it. I mean, they save. I mean, going from thirty two point four to the eighteen and a half now. I mean, that's that's fourteen million extra they get to spend this offseason. Right, and right, right there is a stud player. Or, or multiple really nice players. And listen, the truth is, we don't know. That, that's the truth, is it's going to be a wait and see. You, you like it, you don't like it. It's a miserable deal. You can't imagine you would pay him this much. You love him. You hope he's here for the next 10 years. We, you, we don't know. We, and we won't know for a bit of time. Let's go to Phil in Brooklyn. Good morning, Phil. You're next up. Hey, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Dave, I just have one question for you. You're, you're a GM right now. Mm-hmm of one of these teams that needs a quarterback. Daniel Jones is a free agent. Are you giving him four years, 160, 82 guaranteed for the next two? Yes or no? If I'm a, a, a GM of another team? Probably not because he's not yeah, your yes, right now. Probably not Daniel Jones not, becomes a guy. free agent. Daniel Jones, you need a quarterback. Are you giving him four years, 160, 82 guaranteed the next two years? Probably not because he's not my guy. What? what See, you say not my guy. Do you think he's worth that? That's the question. Do I think he's worth that in the, the way if the NFL is constructed? he was NFL on a free agent market and you needed a quarterback. Listen, I, I can understand your point. I think he's a good quarterback, and I think he'll get better. But I think it depends on what you're looking for, too, though, man. I, this is what people have to understand. Like, he's, you've had him in your building. You see the kind of leader he is. Like, you see, they see it every day. And, and they, I mean, I'm, he had to sell. he had to sell himself to... To the coaching staff and to Joe Shane. Clearly, they didn't want him because they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. So the expectation is, we'll play the season with Daniel Jones. If he can sell himself, great. If not, we move on. And and he sold the the staff to the point that they now are willing to give him this kind of money. And I say it again, if they believe it, I believe it. Yeah, Brian Dable is telling you, like, he's got what I want. Like, the things I'm looking for, he has. And I feel good about it. Otherwise, if he didn't, they would have said, you know what? We'll stick to we'll stick to the tag. We ain't we're not budgeting from whatever number it was. We'll stick to the tag, and if you prove it to us again, then we'll revisit this thing. Like some players are just. I mean, would he would he get that on the free agent market? I doubt it. But I don't think so. 
it's now, I mean, it's it, he's now their guy. They've had him in the building. They see the kind of leader he is. That he has all the things that they want, so they paid a premium for it. Yeah, and I think that there's a lot of people that are bothered by it. Let's go to Chris and Beth Page. Good morning, Chris. Hey, Dave. <clears throat> hey, guys. Uh, listen, Dave, I'm 60 years old. I'm a longtime Giant fan like you. <clears throat> I watch every game twice. All right. The amount of ridiculous conversation and revisionist history that I've heard in the last two weeks is off the charts, okay? Let me tell you something. Daniel Jones, like you said, had 20, counted for 22 touchdowns and almost 4,000 total yards, okay? And by the way, rushing touchdowns for quarterbacks are, in a lot of ways, a lot harder than lobbing a four-yard pass to a wide-open tight end in the end zone. A lot of those touchdowns he got in the Colts game that clinched the playoffs for us, look at those runs that guy made. I'm just saying, and by the, and by the way, we trust uh, Dable and Shane. They see the guy every day. They know what his upside is more than any of these fans that are saying, oh, you know, look what he's done in the past. You know, by the way, football is the one sport nobody cares about the past. Ask Chuck Knoll about that. He held on to his plays way too long. And ask Bill Belichick about it. He, he says, I'd rather get rid of someone before than after, year before, year after. Okay? So what I'm saying is I love the deal. It's a good deal. The guy's 25 years old. He's not even 26 yet. Okay? And he's already played in the league for four years. He's seasoned. Okay? It was a perfect deal. And stop with the 15 touchdowns. Okay? If you're going to start paying quarterbacks on how many touchdowns they throw, Okay, we're going to turn into a fantasy league. Okay, he he listens to everything that the coaches tell him to do, and he does it. And by the way, Giants separation receivers, which they keep now, separation of yards was thirty second in the league. Giants the the, the, the pieces he had, Chris. It's a good call, and I, and he's a big Giants fan. I know it. The pieces that he had were were mind boggling how bad they were. It, it was, I mean, you started the season. With Shepard and Wandale Robinson and Darius Slayton. And Kenny Galladay. And Kenny Galladay. Galladay, unplayable. Galladay's the guy that when you're resting all your starters, has his only touchdown in his tenure with the Giants. Nice catch, though. Very Wonderful catch. Probably worth the $72 million they he wound up <laughs> signing for. Wandale, who was getting better as the season was going along, got hurt. Shepard got hurt, I think, in the third game of the season, and Darius Slayton is the definition of a mediocre receiver. So, I, I mean, let's wait and see what he has to work with this year and what he's able to do. Yeah, you have to wait and see. Uh, I mean, uh, again, I, I don't, I don't love the deal. I understand how the financials in the NFL work, but I, I guess, I, I mean, again, I feel like okay, this was something that they prioritized. They wanted to get it done. They wanted to be able to keep Daniel and Saquon Barkley, and if Joe Shane feels good about it and Brian Dable feels good about it, especially Brian Dable, then... Then you can sign off on it. Then I guess as a Giants fan, you got to feel good about it. I, and, and that's my tact. And that's my tact. And I'll tell you what, if this was two years ago and this was the, the, the buffoon making the decisions, I would stand up and say, I don't feel good about it at all. But with these guys, I feel much, much better. See the Michael K Show. Rick's going to be there, so you can meet Rick live from the... <laughs> The bar at Moynihan Train Hall, Friday before the semifinal round of the Big East Tournament. Stop by before for a chance to win tickets to the championship game. You'll be there before, right? You're not saying the entirety of the show? I don't think I'll be there, actually. So you can meet Rick before and certainly through at some point. The Michael K. Show live from the bar at Moynihan Train Hall, starting at 3 o'clock on Friday. Brought to you by Jack Daniels, Sam Adams, and Truly Hard Seltzer. By, By the way, we never finished our conversation. 
That's that's agreed upon by the show, right? The loser of the next wager we make has to dance with the Nick City dancers. Is that agreed upon? I'm in. RJ, you in? No. What? Why no? Because. Well, what do you want to do? You want to ride around with Red Panda? What do you want to do? I don't know. I want to think about it for your a head? minute. You want to put bowls on your head? What do you want to do? Why'd you bring why, Red why Panda? Why you agree to this? anything fun? Well, I don't know, because she's awesome. I do. I want you at center court. I want you dancing or something. You know what else I would sign off for, Juggling. RJ? If you shaved your head. No. Yeah. Oh, come on. That head of hair, he discusses it at 5.15 in the yeah, morning. But that no, head of hair that's, that's shaved to the nubs. His hair is his thing. Right. And gets rid of his thing, I think that'd be entertaining. And then what, Bar Santi's wig? Raymond, you don't wear a wig, do you? He keeps saying this. <laughs> so maybe you do? No. You've seen my head. <laughs> I I love your hair. You've seen what? Wow. He looked nice. He looked nice last night in his sport coat. He looks beautiful. He's a, he's a wonderful man. How about when you go? How about last night you go, Raymond? I think you have nothing in your hair. Like, of course, I have stuff in my hair tonight. <laughs> yeah, he was so taken aback. <laughs> of course, what's the matter with you, you mongrel? <laughs> Product in my hair now. And then Hurley went on his diatribe. How he's got aloe vera in his hair. Oh yeah, he loves that. And he showed us how he couldn't pull his hair off. It's not a wig. The whole it's thing. It's not a wig. Yeah. Would you ever wear a wig? Me no. No, me neither. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. All the particulars about Aaron Rodgers. RJ, because he's so good. He, he, we're discussing it during the commercial break, and he says, um, where, do, where do you think the Jets rank as far as Super Bowl odds? What what number, Rick, do you think the Jets are as far as Super Bowl odds? How many teams do you think are ahead of the Jets? All right, let me go through this. So, RJ is in front of him, so RJ, I'm going to need your help because you just rattled them off. So, go yeah, ahead. Sure. Kansas City, obviously. They're, they're number one. Obviously. They're number one. Um, let's go with Eagles. Yeah, fourth, uh, fourth shortest odds. Okay. Let's go with uh, let's go with the Bengals. That's, that's got to be yeah. Yeah, Bengals fifth. Um, doing how, well. Think, think of RJ. About the Niners. Yep. Niners are right there. Just missing two more. I would imagine. Uh, I would imagine uh, your division. Yep. Buffalo. Think, yep. Yep. Missing one more. This one. NFC or AFC? NFC. Dallas. That's right. You got them all. Yes. And then the Jets. The Jets have the you want a bold prediction? Right, the, set, the seventh best odds to win the Super Bowl. Where's my right hot now? take sheet? Where's my hot take sheet? I'm gonna they're write gonna, my own hot take. They're probably gonna dig, dig up where I'm like the hot cheat take. Rick's hot take right here. Yeah, well, I was it? going to, but now I'm not. Yeah, not good. So Rick's hot take on what is this today? March what? Eighth. Eighth. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is gonna get done. Okay. Today. Aaron Rodgers. I'm not gonna tell you what day. Aaron Rodgers uh-huh. is gonna get done, and it's not gonna cost us a first round pick. Wow. That'd be spicy. How spicy is that? How how what would if if that happens? If if that if 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 that happens, what do you do? Oh, what don't I do is the better question. I mean, do, what what do you do? Do you just do you just take your clothes right off and walk around the studio naked? If that's what you need, if that's what you need, I can do. I, it. I, don't, oh. I don't I don't need <laughs> I don't need it, but I'm just I'm wondering how far you go if you land Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you what. I'm at the game last night and we're all the way up. Up by the, the Harry Styles banner. Yeah, we're we're right. It was us, Mount Everest, and then heaven. Yeah, right, yeah. right there. It, that happens last night. Halftime, I'm at center court dancing with the uh, Nick City dancers. You know it. With far less clothing on. Scantily clad. Oh, I'm dropping it like it's hot. I'm twerking. You name it. I, I yeah, I think that people would enjoy seeing that. I've never met a person. That's more wanting to be involved in self-nudity than you. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm like an exhibitionist or something. You'd never had the feel of the cold meat and egg on your hands. <laughs> it's a very fair if point. If there was no one in the shower, I used to actually go in the training room with soap and just, and just sit in the training room with everyone and just bathe. Wait, you... That's just, that's just awkward. <laughs> Do you find that... The like, a, were you, an, you were an awkward child or no? No. I don't think so. A little, a little bit though. But maybe no, you I know, don't. it's always those that say no that in fact are because they can't see actually how weird they are. I, I it's not a question to ask me. I don't think I was. I was never mm-hmm. told that. Well, people. Are I think I, I I probably enjoyed making the situation for other people awkward. Um, like, why I, is this guy soaping up in the training room? I'm sure you do. I'm sure you did. Um, Dana Rossini, who is a, a, used to be a friend of the show, but that didn't end on great uh, terms. Anyhow, uh, she's great on ESPN. She gives us the latest on Rodgers and the Jets. 
I was told there is nothing that's going to happen over the next 24 hours, that Aaron Rodgers is going to take some time here, which we've seen him do in the past. The big step has been made, which is the Green Bay Packers have given the New York Jets permission to have the conversation with their quarterback. So that tells you a lot about where this Green Bay Packers team stands in terms of Aaron Rodgers. Now, that being said, this morning, those group of Jets people got on Woody Johnson's private jet and they flew out west to California to meet in person with Aaron Rodgers to explain what they're about, to explain what they have to offer him. And I was told there has been some conversations between the Jets and the Packers about compensation if a trade were to happen. We're not there just yet from what I understand, but obviously everything is starting to point in that direction as as of now. Oh, Rick, come on. This has to be music to your ears. We're heading in that direction. Compensation discussion is happening. The thing that I love from that soundbite is Aaron is not exactly sure what it is he wants to do yet. Yeah, I don't love that. I come on already. Can you imagine you flew all the way out there. You already tra- you already talked trade compensation. You got permission. You fly all the way out there with the whole contingent. And then he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to retire, guys. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it, and I think I'd probably do well with the Jets. But um, I think I'm done. No, I thanks, think I'm done. No thanks. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, thanks, guys. How, appreciate how the, I appreciate the uh, PowerPoint. It was excellent. Uh, elite. I mean, the, the owner of the Jets got on his private plane. Woody Johnson was involved in this conversation. Did you hear Kester yesterday, too, trying to explain how hard that... Oh, I can't believe they got on the private jet and flew all the way across the country. Well, he made it sound like it was a big chore. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, Peter it's a like, private... They, they, it's they it's a beautiful airport. private jet. No, nobody nobody looks twice at them. They walk onto a plane. They probably have their own area. They can drink whatever they want. They watch a yeah. movie. They they go to sleep. They wake up. They're in California. This is this is not your your oh, you're, you're going on the line that loops around the airport. He goes he goes. Haven't you heard of jet lag? You could be dehydrated. <laughs> I was like I was in my head like a hey, caster. Why are you trying to fight this fight? I've flown private. It's amazing. It's amazing. It, it, I, I imagine it must be one of the great luxuries afforded to anybody. Dude, could, it's, I mean, you it's could just dehydrate. Nothing, you, and, and you know, so your, nice. your pores could not be as great as they were before you took off. <laughs> it, I can only imagine what Woody's plane looks like, too. Right? It Any must, food you want. Must Any be drink gorgeous. you want. I'm sure, I'm, uh, I'm sure if, you, if you want to lie down and, and nap for three hours, you can do that. Well, you can do whatever you want. Amazing. Anything you want, it's the best. So he was taking the tact of how how difficult it might have been for Woody to actually get on the plane and get out there, huh? It's a lot of work to go on a private jet cross country. Okay, how about how about the millions of schlubs that that have to you know wait on security lines and <laughs> yeah. get padded I down? Was thinking, I was thinking of traveling down to just to South Carolina on a short flight with three have, kids. have a guy who a guy who decides you know what I'm going to take my socks off right next to you. How, <laughs> right. how, about, how about those people? I'm going to cross my my bare feet right by your legs. Yeah, or you're fighting for the armrest in the middle. That's the worst. Or if you got the if you have the aisle and the guy in the window has to pee like fifteen times. I'm getting tweets. Apparently, K said flying is very difficult on the body. I told you. He said, "Yeah, dehydration. <laughs> You're very dehydrated. Very poor Woody Johnson. Very <laughs> difficult on the body." Uh, here is Dan Graziano discussing Rogers, saying a decision. It's coming soon. That certainly indicates a strong chance that it's heading in the direction of him being traded to the Jets. Now, it doesn't mean it's automatic. Let's say he talks to the Jets, doesn't like what he hears, right? Decides to go back to Green Bay, decides to retire, wants to bring other teams into the mix. These are all things that are possible. But I think it's further along than some people realize. And if you just look at the calendar, it was this day last year, the Tuesday before free agency week, 
that Rodgers announced he was staying with Green Bay. They did that new contract. So this is the time when this stuff happens. It wouldn't surprise me to see a resolution on this at some point this week. It has to be. Rick, we talked about it yesterday. It has to be this week. Has to be. It has to be this week. You need but to, to, to plan out allude- what your next steps are. Right, but that's what I was alluding to a little bit earlier, though. It, it's like you kept hearing the, you know, the rumblings and it, jets are involved, jets are involved, and then all of a sudden they're on a plane. Like so, so yeah, Graz just said it. Like yeah, this was this was further along than a lot of people understood with the conversations going back and forth from Green Bay, talking about compensation and everything else. Like what what would it you know what's it going to cost us to get this deal done? And then once they figured that out, it's like okay. Is is the you know are the Jets a team Aaron would be interested in playing for? Thirteen. Or are they the only team that's interested in having? I, I Aaron think I think so. But you know what? Here here's the thing. Could Green Bay say Jets say we'll give you a two and a four, and you know if it's better we'll give you more. If he, he plays well, we'll give you more. It leads us to know, AFC Championship. It, it increases, and Green Bay says no, no. Then then let him sit and I think they're done with him. I think but, that's the leverage the Jets have right now is that they just want him out. But what happens if Green Bay says we're just going to sit here and deal with him? Like you, uh, I don't you, think they're. I don't think that's an option for them. So you think that Green Bay will will cater at some point and 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 be forced to make a deal? I think they want him gone. I think the only other option, which I don't know if they want to do, would be would be turn this where we're just going to get the best deal. Does it and worry the, you at all? Now the NFC is involved. Does it worry you at all that Green Bay wants him gone? No, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Okay, let's go to Mike and Beth Page. Good morning, Mike. You're on ninety eight seven. Mike? Oh, hey, you hear me? We got you great. How are you? Guys, do you hear me? We, we, we got we you, Mike. you, Mike. Hey, sorry, fellas. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm totally pumped up for this, man. It kind of feels like it was when I was a little kid on Christmas morning. You know, like, me and my girl were so nuts yesterday. We were actually tracking uh, Woody Johnson's flight over California to see what time they were landing. I mean, any Jet fan who's not pumped up for this is absolutely out of their minds. I mean, I'm close to 44 years old. Never seen nothing but misery and disaster with this team. I mean, Rodgers basically gives us the closest shot to winning a Super Bowl than we have in the last 20 years. So, I mean, I am so stoked. I hope he comes here. And you know what, Rick? I hope I see you at the Canada Heroes Parade, baby. Oh, my God. That would this, be great. This guy's already planning the Let's parade. Let's go, boys. Let's go. He's so excited. I better be on a float. That's all I'm saying. Uh, can we can we stop, by the way? Gives you the best chance to win in the last 20 years. You You were in back-to-back AFC championship games and had the ball to take the lead and win against Pittsburgh. So you, mu- you might but wind up But could you imagine there. if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback, though? You would have won that game. You would have won that. All Listen, that's Aaron Rodgers was waiting in the wings to, to beat the Steelers after that. That's all he's saying. You'll, you'll, have, you'll have your best quarterback, but I don't necessarily know that you'll have your best chance to win the whole thing. You had, you had chances. Well, no, you'll have your. Be- I mean, it, he gives you the best chance this upcoming he gives, season. He gives you the best chance now yeah. to win. I think it's very fair to say. All right, you wake up on a a Wednesday morning, and your first thought that pops into your head is what? Stump Rothenberg. Well, we've walked you right up to the segment that you love. He knows sports. I'm intrigued by a lot of guys, and he's very humble. I go away. This, this show, show dies. dies. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. Is the DS-407, by the way. Stump Rothenberg is brought to you by Jack Pocket. 1-800-919-3776. Rick, you also have a question this morning, right? I do. I know RJ has his five-pack bundle 
as well. Let's start how we always start out and bring in Andy in Merrick. Good morning, Andy. There are no salutations this morning, David. I promised you a big announcement, and it's happening right now. If my guy RJ is posting properly on social media. Big news! Jazz hands! You're getting a lap band. (laughs) There is a petition. There is a petition to have my guy, number 39, have his number retired in the training room at UBS. (laughs) I didn't spend any time in the training room at UBS. He'd never been to UBS. Well, he is a forever Islander, forever in the training room, forever on our payroll, forever in our hearts. Some of your best work, Andy. That's not I'm bad. Afraid, I'm not afraid to admit it. That's not bad. You know what? Every now and again, a broken clock is going to hit, and there you go. Good job, yep. Andy. All right. Let's get to some stump the sidekick. You ready, Dave? Yeah, sure. We got a hockey question, oh, so maybe... No, why, no. Why, why you always go hockey? Because the Rangers are buzzing. The Islanders look like they're going to make the playoffs. The Devils are in. Come on, buddy. All right. you can Huge win last night for the Isles. Huge. B- big yeah. win. Big, big win. Rick, I right. need, need your help with this one, but go ahead. All right. So, the record book for defensemen scoring goals is littered with Bobby Orr and Paul Coffey. Today's question is, can you tell me the American with the most goals by a defenseman in a single season? Hmm. Well, Brian Leach is going to be too easy. Brian Leach most assists by a defenseman. Yeah, how about uh, most goals by a defenseman in a single season? American, right? Uh, where is Kevin Hatcher from? He was not American, was he? Kevin Hatcher? Yeah. Yes. He was American. Yeah. He's from Michigan. That's my answer. Oh, my goodness. That's unbelievable, man. I, I did not think there was any chance you were going to get that one. I wasn't sure where he was from, but I know. I think he's like eighth or ninth in, in most most wow. goals by a defenseman. That's unbelievable. You really are special. You see that? Wow. That that impressed you, huh? Yeah, I'm, I, I may be done for the segment. That was, I don't know how it gets better. That wowed you? Well, there there you go. That That's what we call 1-0 in the segment. Play my moaning drop because that, I mean, I'm worked that, up. That makes, makes you moan, that, that level of question? Oh, oh, Very nice. Oh, uh, all right. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's live. I don't know, if this, I don't know what's happening here. All right, let's go uh, Steve in Brooklyn. Steve, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, guys. I've got a baseball question for you. All right. There are four players in MLB history with 3,000 hits, 400 home runs, and 200 steals. Aaron, Mays, A-Rod are three of the four. Who is the fourth? Give me the, the numbers again. Three thousand Over 3,000 hits, yeah. 400 home runs, and 200 steals. Only four hmm. players. 3,000 hits, huh? Yep. Mori Wills is not going to be there. Um, and you gave me Aaron... Maze and A Rod. You think Dave Winfield could be there, Rick? I I don't. 
I wasn't even really paying attention to the question, if that's, I'm being that's, honest. That's terrific. Apologize. Um, Give me the question. What's the question again, please? Four oh, no. players, MLB history, 3,000 hits, 400 home runs, and 200 steals. Ooh. It could be Winfield. Because I think he definitely he definitely had over over 3,000 hits. What's your gut tell? What's your initial instinct? Is it Winfield? Well, how how about how about Cal Ripken? You think he could be that guy? Um, four hundred home. Four hundred, two hundred stolen bases. Two oh, two hundred steals. Two hundred, two hundred steals. Yes, that's yeah, the third. Two hundred steals. Yeah. Um. I mean, I would, I would, I would think, but I, but I don't know. Cal Ripken. Who, who else could it be? Ripken. Carl Yastrzemski. I don't, I, I, Eddie, I don't know. You're I asking think, me. I don't know. I don't think Eddie Murray ever had that. Um. 200 steals. So that's that's the one to me that's the holdup. Because Winfield definitely had over 3,400. The question is stolen bases. The 200 stolen bases is I'm gonna I'm, I'm going to go with my first instinct, and I'm going to go and, and feel somewhat confident, but not fully in Dave Winfield. So I will say Cal Ripken had 36 steals in his career oh. only, and you are right. Your first instinct is right. Dave Winfield. Nice. Dave Winfield, that's the end. All right, that's good. I trust your gut, man. Yeah, I do have a, a good-sized gut. It's beautiful. Um, That's 2-0, by the way, if, in case you're scoring at home, and I know I know you are. Two tough questions, too. Um, let's not underrate the questions. Let's go to Jeff in Howard Beach. Jeff, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, morning, guys. Dave, this is going to be a, a very distinct movie question, so it's either you know it or you don't. All right. um, in the greatest movie, I think, baseball movie of all time, not that Fugazi second one, that remake with Billy Bob, in the original Bad News Bears, right, yeah. they get sponsored for their uniforms. Chico's Bail Bonds. Chico's oh, Bail Bonds. The man, baby. There you the go. Man. I mean, come on. Come on. That's a, first of all, it's a pretty good, solid question. Secondly, that's that's a that's that's cake. I love that movie. That's nice. Tatum O'Neill. I mean, the great Kelly Leak, Walter Matthau. Come on, how, how dare you? Evan Neal. Evan, Evan Ingram was, of course. And if I win, maybe. Have you ever seen the one where they go to Tokyo? I think I have, yeah. Don't wait. Oh, it's too bad for you. I, I would recommend. Don't ever watch that movie. That, don't watch it again. It. I watch it with the kids. It was one of the worst movies. I'm not ex- even exaggerating. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. They had this the second one where they go to the Astrodome and Bob Watson makes an appearance and and they play um, in the Astrodome and it, they'll let them play that he just played. That's a pretty good movie. The one where they go to Tokyo. Tony Curtis is the star. Brutal. No good. Uh, brutal. Let's go to Matt in Brooklyn. Matt, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Okay. Baseball. Who are the only two players 
to win Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same season. Fred Lynn. And I think that was in 75. And Ichiro. But I but I have a problem with that one because he played so so long in Japan. Final answer. Fred, Fred Lynn and Ichiro? Yeah. You got it. There we go. I mean, Rick, Ichiro was so good, man. He was awesome. But he, oh. come on, r- r- rookie of the year was, was silly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it's debatable. He was a professional player for years right. in Japan. Yeah, right. For years. I mean, there, there are plenty of hockey players that play professional hockey overseas. And I think you're over. bearing the lead, though. I, I think the fact is, uh, according to my calculations, still undefeated. No, you wouldn't shut up. I was trying to, I mean, you heard the amount of joy. Question number three, you came, like, before we finished the question, you heard the joy in that man's voice. I provide joy, is what I do. Jared in Morganville. Jared, Stump Rothenberg, go. All right. Seven players who have been struck out by Nolan Ryan had sons who grew up to be struck out by Nolan Ryan as well. Can you name them? Oof. Griffey. There's one. Come on, David. Come on, David. The McRae's. Hal and Brian McRae. There's two. The Sherry in her hot, sexy boots. Yeah, the Bonzes. That's three. And those glasses. And my glasses. How about my the shoes? Alamar? How about how about Sandy, Roberto, and Sandy Alamar? That's four. Maury and Bump Wills. Five. Well, oh, good. How many are we looking for here? Seven, apparently. Oh. Seven's too big. Six is good. Six works. Six. He's fine with six. You're at five. I still think there's some room for growth here. Come on, let's get to six. You have to close your eyes? I'm thinking. Try closing your eyes. It it just doesn't happen so quickly. They have a pill for that. To be wined and dined a little bit. All right. You want me to massage you? (laughs) (laughs) When, When did that make it appear? I never heard that before. I think that one was live. Oh, um, <laughs> come on, you one more. Let's go. I'm, I'm, th- I don't know. I'm thinking. How about you think? I don't think Boone. I don't. <sighs> you want me to repeat the question? What, what do you need from me? Uh, no, I know, I know the question. Seven. Father-son combinations that were struck out by Nolan Ryan, okay. right? Yes. Well, it's not that I don't, I don't know the question. It's that the question is is difficult. Um. So I'm looking for two more. Okay. Right. 
Um, see, I'm th- I'm thinking boom, but now I'm thinking no. I'm gonna I'm not gonna be right. I'm gonna say. See, I'm thinking the Schofields, but I, that's so far in the weeds. No, that's it. That, that's six. Schofield is accurate. I mean, I I win. I, I just I win at the game of life. Is what I do. I am. Can, can I? Is, is he still on the line? Can I get the seventh one before he says nah, goodbye? He hung, up. he hung up. No, darn. RJ, that's too long. We can't do seven parters anymore. It's just it's too RJ, long. RJ, I mean, couldn't you limit it to like a three part question, RJ? Yeah, you're right. We need to need to scale you that need, down. You, you you need to be better. It's too much for Dave. It's just too many. Well, here's a problem. I can't I can't think seven is a lot. Sometimes Dave surprises me and just <laughs> rattle and Dave just <laughs> rattles them off. So I don't want to limit his his genius. Well, how, how about maybe like there are seven if you can name seven in in two minutes. Fine. Otherwise, give us three. I think would be more okay, realistic. Okay, so we set a hard cap moving forward at Shot three. clock, yeah. There let's have go. a pitch clock. Okay. Yeah, I like it. it. I mean, it, it is baseball. We do need the pitch clock. Uh, you're listening to DiPietro and Rothenberg on 9870 ESPN, WEPN FM, New York. All right, what's your question there, Bobby? Uh, can you tell me who has earned, which college basketball team has earned the most number one seeds in the NCAA tournament? Mm. See, I think... Carolina, Earlham, Kansas, Boogaloo. I, I think it's Carolina. I think you're trying to get me to say UCLA or Duke, and I won't do it. I'm going to go Carolina. Final oh, answer. Go, oh, no, it's not my final answer because I want to clarify. Now, the, they changed the tournament to 64 in Since 79. Since 1979. Carolina. Give them the ding. Give me the ding. I think Georgetown has five number ones. But uh, Georgetown they, does have five. Yep. They can you tell me how many? Can't win a. Uh, can you tell me how many? No, you wouldn't, because you know Georgetown. Go ahead. What do you got? How many does Kansas have? Fifteen. Duke. Fourteen. All right. It's too good. The See what genius. I do for you, though. I just I accentuate your greatness. Is no, what I, I think do. my greatness accentuates your question. Wow. <laughs> is what I think actually, in fact, happens. RJ, a five-pack away from what they say in the biz, perfection. I got to tell you, this is not going to come easy. Everyone's thinking along the same lines. A lot of college, uh, college conference tournaments going on mm-hmm. this week. These raw players would go on to, to fame through the NCAA tournament. Some oh, play in wow. the NBA, but all names you know. I'm not trying to get you here. All right. It's not going to come easy, though, Dave. Nope. Never really does. gonna have to work for it. Massage it. Oh, <laughs> very strange. AC Law, Texas A and M. Good start. That was AC Law the fourth, by the way. That's right. Quincy Pondexter, Washington. Well done. Shelvin Mack, Butler. Yep. Torian Green. Ooh. Oh, here it is. Notorian Prince, I know. Torian Green. I'm thinking. Relevant starter. Not great player, but relevant on a very, very noteworthy I think he went to team. Florida. He did. Yeah. He's kind of the random fifth starter. He's that fifth starter. And there was a Lee Humphrey was one of the starters on that team, too. That's well very done by shooter. you. And this one is tough. I'm not going to lie. But okay. this person. This is the, the, by the way, this person stands in the way of perfection this week on Stump Rothenberg. So this is not a professional player. Oh, God. But, boy, did they have a moment about, I don't know, a dozen years ago. 
Ali Farouk Manesh. Northern Iowa. Yes. Thank you. I am too smart. Who did they beat? I am too smart. Kansas. That's right. I mean, I mean, should, should I go? Should I just? Should I go? I think we got to mark down today's day as that maybe was, one of your greatest of all time. That's one of those moments. We should the, we, uh, we should make today. A, a I think a holiday. That's one of those like where were you when it happened? Which for us doesn't change because we're always in the same seats, but it's still relevant. I'm 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 good. No matter what I do, the rest of the show today, I already won. Believe it or not, it's just me. Oh. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Knicks last night had a. Here's, here's my issue with going to these What's games. What's the issue, David? Here's my issue. All right, and I think you probably feel the same way. I go to these games. And I'm pulled in a million different directions, and I like to talk to everyone. And now my focus and attention is not on the game like I wish it were. And now a 16-point lead goes flying away, and the Knicks lose at home to an inferior basketball team. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, especially the way the first half ended, you got the 16-point lead. I think the problem was is that Charlotte just wouldn't go away. And, they wouldn't go away. And my worst fear happened last night. Julius Randle had a Julius Randle game of last year. Well, he wasn't good. He had nothing left in the tank. He I mean, was, he was, he was he, dreadful last yeah, night. Yeah, he was 5 of 17. Quickly, who played 55 minutes against the against the Celtics, was 5 of 16. I mean, second half. The third quarter, they got, I mean, the third quarter, they got out-rebounded 16 to 3 in the third quarter. 16 to 3. I didn't. Last, I didn't know that stat. That stat is troubling. Troubling. Last six minutes of the game, they got outscored twenty-three to seven. They had no. They had nothing left, man. It no, was the, I, the, the I hope get was it. that they would. The hope was the sixteen-point lead. They come out and Charlotte would just be would be all set. Well, you, you'd figure that's exactly what would happen, right? That Charlotte would would t- tuck their tail between their legs and say, "We're down sixteen. We're on the road. We stink. We're we're going to pack up and go home." But they didn't. They hung around and they hung around. And the Knicks couldn't put him away. I think they thought the game was over at half, 16-point lead, that Charlotte would just call it a day. They didn't. Knicks go out in the second half, shoot 2 of 18 from 3. Give up, 50, give up 54 points in the paint. I got freaking, I mean. It was, I got a, ba- it was Oubre, a bad I got, performance. I got Oubre blowing kisses. Gordon Hayward goes for 23. I, I mean, it, I, uh, see, it, here's it's, the thing. it's one of those I trap think games. I mean, people, you hate to hear it, but it's it's one of those kind of like trap I games get it. before you head out to the West Coast. I, I get it. I think uh, you, listen. You came off a unbelievable double overtime. Guys are playing fifty plus minutes on the road. Very exciting. The whole world is talking about it. Win, and now you're traveling out to the West Coast where you got Sacramento and L.A. and L.A. and three games in four days. I I get it. It was an awful landing spot. All those things. I things. I don't I don't deny any of that that you're saying. But you can't lose at home to Charlotte. If, if no. you want, if you want to get to where you want to get to, you can't lose at home. Right, to and Brooklyn wins. Now, you're, listen, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But at some point, something like this was going to happen. I mean, they came out in the second quarter and scored 45 points in the second quarter. And I think the mindset going into the locker room was, okay, this game is over. Which happens sometimes when you play a bad team. Like 16 points should be enough. We put them away, and now we're looking towards. Our West Coast trip. 
Uh, R.J. Barrett was that. Well, well, you needed one of your guys to be really good. Well, you, need one Jaylen, of, you needed Jalen Brunson is what you need. Yeah, well, not having Brunson certainly hurt it. But, but you needed Barrett, Randall, or Quickly to give you a game. You're like, you know, it was, a, it was a hell of a game. And none of the three of them gave you really good well, games. Well, Barrett, I mean, Barrett did score 27 points. Yeah, but he's, how many shots did he take? Uh, he took 24. That's, that's a, I mean, to score 27 points is impressive on 24 shots. No, he's one of seven from three. He can't. I mean, it's a, he, against Boston, he was good. Although he can't shoot from three, and I got Ty sitting behind me, heckling me every no, time he Ty's takes fault. a three. It's Ty's fault too, because he's the he's the wagon that decides to tweet out the Knicks are never going to lose. But well, you know what? You're just a bad guy if you do that. The Knicks aren't even your team. You don't you don't have the right to start tweeting things like that when that's not even your team. Because no, he's a troll. He knows it. He loves it. He's he owns embraced the it. troll way very well. Walking around in his cargo pants yesterday. You went right after flex, him, too. Flex all over the place. You went right after him. He knows him. I love him. That's the problem. He takes advantage of how much I love him. But Randall was not good. Quickly was not good. Barrett, I guess you can argue that he scored a lot of points, but he was not good. You needed one of those three guys to kind of carry the load, and they couldn't. No, the second half, I, dude, I mean, they both teams got off to a slow start. And then second quarter, Knicks had a really good quarter. I mean, I told you, they scored 45 points in the second quarter. And then second half, man, it just wasn't good. They got outscored 62-39 to 39 in the second half. I never thought they were going to lose that game until they fell behind on that Hayward shot. When Hayward yep. scored and got fouled, that was the first time it occurred to me, like, they could actually lose this game. Like, Charlotte, at this point, is an inferior team to the Knicks. But they, guys, they have guys that can score. They do. They, they do. They, dude, I'm telling you, man, I can't, even, I can't even begin to explain to everyone listening how many times we have that coaches will have, and I'm sure... I'm sure Tibbs did the same thing at halftime, and you hear it so like these these guys all get paid too. Don't take these guys for granted. Don't let them hang around. Don't let them hang around. And they found a way in the third quarter where again the staggering stat: Knicks out rebounded sixteen to three in the third quarter, got outscored thirty seven twenty three. That that's exactly what you did. Because let's not forget, man. I mean, it's it's the blessing and the curse of being a New York Knick. Like teams come to the Garden, they. I mean, there's an excitement for these visiting teams. They're not going to just roll over in the Garden. It's true. I, I thought I thought one. I thought they were dead. You know, like 16 Garden Tuesday night. They're, they're probably going to roll over and play dead. So walk it back here with me now. Is that a loss that should have me horrified, or no. is that a you've won nine in a row? It was bound to happen at some point. You played double overtime just two days ago. You have a big West Coast trip on the horizon. Let's put it in perspective. Not that bad a loss. No, I don't think it's that bad a loss. I mean, it sucks because you had the 16-point lead. And, I mean, you had every chance late in the game. And, and Brooklyn won, too. And Brooklyn won, I said that, yeah. But, it, dude, I, Alan said it perfectly after the game. I was listening to Han doing the postgame. He said, like, how many, how many NBA teams would have would have load managed their best players in a spot like that the Knicks, after what the happened. But I, I don't think that's great because the Knicks can't afford to do that. The Knicks, the Knicks are not a good enough team with a track record that they can say, all right, Julius, take Dude, the night off. I, I know, but there are plenty of teams that we said that, that can't afford to do it, but they still do. But the Clippers do it. They can afford to. They're, they're in it for the championship. The Knicks are... The Lakers the do it. The Lakers aren't even in a playoff spot. They yeah, do but it. The Lakers are a different animal. They just won a championship. LeBron is, is, is the conquering hero. I don't, the Knicks can't afford to get away with that. The Knicks are fighting for this four seed, five seed, six seed. Like, you don't know where they're going to wind up. Can't afford to start taking nights off. Most most NBA teams would think about it. Julius Randle had nothing in the tank. Emmanuel quickly played 55 minutes the other night. Do you know what happens if the Knicks make an announcement before the game? Julius Randle is going to load manage. 
Yeah, it would be a bad look. The fa- the fan base would have it's a not, nervous but, breakdown. Yeah, yeah, but it, especially with Jalen Brunson out. But so at a certain I, point, dude, I mean, we, we, we neglect to realize that these guys, like, I mean, they're human beings, too, and they have nights it. when they just don't feel good. Like, their legs are heavy. You feel like it. crap. Listen, nobody's crushing them. We're disappointed in that loss. But I, I listen, I'm sorry. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's like that. I grew up in the early 80s, late 70s watching the NBA. But I, I don't want to hear, let's give them credit because they all went out and played basketball last night. No, no, I'm not sitting here making. I'm not saying they, we should give him credit. I mean, I think Julius Randle does deserve some credit. I mean, he's an All Star of the place every single night. In a time when that's not that's not the the norm. I think that's fair. Uh, last night would have been a night would have been a, a nice night to see one of one of the younger guys step up. Yes, that had or some like, legs. like a Josh Hart night, a Toppin night, a right, a, a Grimes night. Like one of those guys. You you needed, and again, this is not an A level team you're playing. You needed one guy. Either one of your big three, if you consider RJ to be one of the three, or Hart, or Grimes, or McBride, or somebody to step up and carry them on the back. And the truth is, that didn't happen, and now we're sitting here the morning after, and the Knicks lost the game. Yeah, but I'm telling you, man, I haven't gone through situations like this. This was one of those ones. Of they, they're, in the, they're in the locker room at halftime, up 16. Everyone's, I mean, the way the second, second quarter end, ended, RJ's sending us text messages about how exciting it was. Oh, we wish you were here. So we maybe it's you. RJ's fault. I'm smashing popcorn, 15 diet sodas. No, no, I just said it was, it was a great way to end the half. That's all I said. So they probably went, in the, they went into halftime thinking, okay, this is done. This game's over. This team will roll over. And they didn't. Nope, they certainly didn't. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.